talking to a spoiler discussion on Halloween ends and basically just the Halloween franchise. Whatever we talk about, um, I'm Jimmy and I'm joined here by my good friend, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hello. Yeah, we've done... Is this the second one of these we've done or have we done... We've done one for Scream. We did one for Stranger Things. Yeah, right, Stranger Things. So we, we've done a couple of spoiler things now. Uh, and basically we just talk. I haven't I haven't really got any notes. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, Halloween Ends was released on October 14th uh, in theatres and Peacock and I illegally downloaded it because I have <laughs> no access to all those other things. Uh, but I'm probably going to buy the Blu-ray when it comes out because I want to have all three of the movies together in a box set. So I think we'll just start by what was... What was your impression of Halloween Ends, Jen? What do you what do you think of this finale of this trilogy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's four movies. It's I. I still haven't worked out my exact opinion of this movie, but it's it, like Halloween Kills. It's weird. It's it goes against the tropes and stuff of horror films. And I don't, I don't hate this movie. I know that. No matter how much I like it or dislike it, I respect the change. I respect that it's something different because we don't get to see that very often in these franchises. Yeah. Um, it it's the same thing. Like I don't, I'm not a fan of Rob Zombie's movies. Um, and I don't think that Michael Myers needs a backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't like the, a huge fan of his Halloween because I. I personally think it's better without a backstory, but I respected what he was doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, I am more likely to um, have less of a problem with you if I truly believe that you love the source material. And I believe that these, these, these guys do. Yeah, David Gordon Green, who directed this trilogy, he does seem to like, genuinely love this franchise and the character. People would argue that he doesn't really love Michael because of what happens in this movie. Because mm-hmm. Michael is hardly in it. I do appreciate the sort of out there-ness of this. It's like, right, I wasn't a huge fan of Kills, right? Mm. I, I thought Kills was basically just more of the same thing as Halloween 2018. I thought it was just basically the exact same. It was just like, kill, kill, kill. Uh, brutality, 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 the end. And it's like... Well, there were messages in there, though. There were, no, like... Dylan Dylan looked at me while we were watching it, and he very sarcastically said, oh, is this about Trump? Because it so <laughs> clearly was about Trump. So it wasn't just violence for violence's sake, but it was pretty damn violent. No, but... Mm, I think... But the second... Right, my point is, the second one was just was just a slasher movie like the first one. Right? And you come to expect that because that's what the Halloween franchise is. But this movie does something different. And I think because this movie does something slightly different, it sort of renders kills redundant in a way. You could take kills out and it doesn't make much difference. I I mean, I disagree about kills, but we're talking about this one, so... Uh... No, I know. I know, but I just think I just don't, I just didn't like kills at all. I just didn't think kills was. Did you like this one? I did. You did. Okay, I was expecting you to say you didn't, so that's surprising no. to me. I like this one. Mm-hmm. I like twenty eighteen, and I like this one. Okay, but kills just felt like filler to me. It was just like the middle part of a trilogy. Oh, I rewatched it about a month ago, and I actually liked it a lot better now than I did when I first saw it. Nah, I just don't like it. But the. But I like I do like this actually. I, I'm surprised that I like this movie because it's getting it's getting such a kicking right now. It's like yeah. it's so many people just saying that it's garbage because it's not a Halloween movie. But what um what David Gordon Green is doing here is he's making the third one different to the other two because that's what Halloween three season of the witch did. Mm-hmm. And he's going by those rules. He's doing, like, the first movie was a slashing movie, the second movie was a slashing movie, the third one was weird as fuck. I didn't think of it that way. Because the font at the beginning of this is in blue, 
Whereas it's usually in orange for the the Halloween movies, mm-hmm. but the at the new opening credits, but the font for Halloween Three Season of the Witch is also blue. <laughs> so he's clearly doing a Season of the Witch thing here, where he's just changing the story. And although here he's also he he still has to have Michael in it because it has to be the conclusion to. Laurie and Michael's story. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride clearly are wanting to make some thinkers because I know you see Kills as just a slasher movie, but it is um, talking a lot about like mob mentality and like when we go to like there there is some social commentary in that movie. Yeah. But and I the think same... it does it poorly though. Oh, I thought it. I thought it did it well. <laughs> I don't like the way they do it. They handle that. But poorly or no, they're still at least going for social commentary there Mm -hmm. right and it's the same thing here like the question of like is evil made Mm -hmm. or does it already exist like Mm -hmm. they're 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 trying to make some thinkers which is yeah uh, different and i but it's it's the same thing with i'm not surprised people don't like it even if it were like a normal slasher movie i don't know if people would like it because um we seem to have a thing and by we i mean the people on the internet because yeah. we don't know how people actually feel about this movie we just know what people on the internet think about this movie yeah people on the internet get really upset about endings and a lot of that has to do with building things up too much and this movie was built up as like jamie lee curtis's like final movie with michael myers and they already got one where i mean when you're watching the original movies that i'm not saying everybody thinks this but like the logical thinking for a lot of people is you have to cut off his head right like, yeah. that's the only way he's going to die if you cut off his head. And so, spoilers for H2O, which is over 20 years old. You know, we get Laurie Strode, you know, going toe-to-toe with Michael Myers, and she cuts off his head. It's a very good ending mm-hmm. to her story. It's it's satisfying, and then not as much as expected back then anyway. And now everyone spends years on the internet being like, what's going to happen in that third movie? And Jamie Lee Curtis is doing all these interviews about, like, Laurie Strode's final showdown with Michael Myers. And mm-hmm. I don't know that anything's going to be good enough for a lot of these these rabid fans. It's Which, no. once again, is like, they talked about this in the new Scream, right? Like, the mm-hmm. way that fans get about their, their things. And it's, um, frankly, it's very annoying. Yeah, there's a petition. Because there's always a fucking petition. Mm-hmm. There's a petition to get this movie remade. and so to, stupid. Yeah, because there's fans who don't like the way this finishes. And it's like, you know this isn't the actual ending of the Halloween franchise, right? Oh, like they'll be five, back. Five years' time, they're going to make another. It's not going to be the same timeline. Yeah. How many timelines does this fucking franchise have already? It's got about five. So it doesn't matter, right? The fact that he dies here yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis's final. Like, it's the end of yeah. the Laurie Strode saga or whatever. But that's that's it. Um, but can I tell you about how I watched this movie wrong? Okay, yeah. Please do. This is embarrassing, okay? Yeah. Um, I think but you're, Dylan you're had, about to say it on a podcast, don't you? Dylan had to hold himself back. I think he had to hold himself back from making fun of me. Right. And I wanted to rewatch it in time to record this, but I didn't have time. I only had time to rewatch half of it. Um, and I was, I'd already figured out my mistake while watching it the first time. Right. Um, but this time I really got my confirmation about how I, how I watched it wrong. So at the beginning with the, with Corey babysitting, mm-hmm. which by the way, it shows that this movie did have an impact on me because I usually don't remember character name. Like I couldn't tell you the names of characters from. I can only remember the name Jennifer from Doctor Giggles because yeah, you name. said it several times. I yeah, until yeah. you said it, I even though it's my name, I didn't remember it. Like and Fair I enough. just I just finished that an hour ago, um or two hours ago. I remember the name Corey, so that that actually means something. But yeah. um, I even know that it's Corey with an E. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I. When I watched it the first time, I don't know. I must have gotten distracted. I must. I know I wasn't looking at my phone, but I must have looked away or blinked or something. And the point where the kid has him trapped in the room and he, like, manages to break the door down and push the kid. Mm-hmm. That moment where he pushes the kid through the door, mm-hmm. I missed it. I spent half the movie thinking it was supposed to be ambiguous about whether or not he killed that kid. Right. On purpose. 
Like I spent half that movie thinking, oh, is 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 like it going to be a big thing? Like, did he do it on purpose or not? Right. And then, <laughs> and then at a certain point in the movie, I'm like, clearly I missed something because he didn't do it. He didn't do it on purpose. No. Um. And so when I was watching it yesterday, I like kept my eyes open, like refused to look away or blink or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. It's it is a quick moment in my defense. That's very quick. It's a very very quick moment, but he like when they say blink and you'll miss it, that's the sort of thing they're talking about. But mm-hmm. it it is clearly an accident. But like, I didn't know that one hundred percent for sure <laughs> until I watched the beginning again yesterday. So um, I, I I the first time I saw it, my mindset wasn't even right because I mm-hmm. I had mistaken what was going on. Right, so you watch the movie wrong by blinking. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know if I blinked or if I just like if a pet distracted me and I uh, yeah, I yeah, looked yeah. down at them or something. I definitely wasn't looking at my phone. I was very careful. Like I've been getting a lot better about when I watch things at home. You know, it's one thing at work. Like I'm watching iZombie and it's like I'm doing work while I'm watching yeah. iZombie at work. But like as far as at home, I'm getting a lot better about not looking at my phone while I'm watching things and so I know I wasn't looking at my phone um but I must have looked away because I completely missed that and so the movie was so different for me but it was and it was one of those things where I started to question myself and I was like I know the smart thing is to ask Dylan Mm -hmm. just to get the whole thing cleared up but I don't want to admit it yeah to Dylan right now so I just kind of kept my mouth shut and then didn't admit it to him until this morning all right okay (laughs) So I did I did watch it wrong, but um Yeah. Which and it's a bummer because if so much of the message of the movie is like, is evil made or not, if you think there's a chance that he did it on purpose, that question doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So but I th- I think I liked it. I didn't love it, but I think I liked it. Yeah. And I like I said, I respect that it's different. Mm-hmm. And I it was kind of cool seeing Laurie Strode just like trying to be like like a normal grandma <laughs> like we don't yeah. we, nev- we never get to see much of her at all like we you know in the first movie you like know she's you know a kind of good girl but like we really don't know much about her and in this no. movie you got to see more of her home life and more of her struggle to like have a normal life um the thing that really drove me crazy was just the idea that people would blame her for michael myers that was hard that was actually really hard yeah. to watch I'm going to talk about the, this trilogy, right? There's four movies in this trilogy, but I'm going to talk about this, uh, the David Gordon Green trilogy. Okay. And it's all over the place in terms of plot and stuff, right? When they made the first movie in 2018, mm-hmm. they clearly didn't really have any idea where they were going to go for the next two because they didn't really know they were going to get a trilogy, right? But okay, so I saw something about that about like when they started planning out two and three. Yeah. But I could have sworn I remembered when they announced David Gordon Green and Danny McBride were were doing a new one that they said they had a planned trilogy. Am, am I just completely making that up? No, I, but things change. Okay. Here, like, here's my problem, right? The whole thing with Will Patton's character, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Frank, Frank Hawkins. He dies in 2018. He dies, right? Mm-hmm. He dies. Because he gets really fucked up in 2018. The filmmakers like him and liked his character, so they brought him back in the next one, and he's he survived his throat slashing, and it was quite a severe throat slashing, but he survived it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough, because people can survive throat slashing. That's all right. That is a retcon. Because they had no idea that that that's where they were going to go. Mm-hmm. And in the second movie, he is just lying in bed next to Laurie in the hospital. And they're just talking the entire time. And mm-hmm. in this movie, he does fuck all. So it's like, why even bring him back? It's pointless. There was no need to bring him back. It's just because you like the actor. And then you've got the woman... And this one who is in a wheelchair and her sister blames Laurie for the Michael thing, which makes fuck all sense. Mm-hmm. But she gets stabbed, Sandra or Sandra, I think her name is, she gets stabbed by a light in her in her throat 
and she dies. She very clearly dies in that movie. But then they bring her back because they need they need somebody to to confront Laurie. Well, and also reason. she was awesome. Yeah, she was the one with the little drone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was freaking awesome. Yeah, um, so they just so I think they were just bringing her back as well because they like the actress, and it's like I'll I'll say this. I like the idea of of it turning out some people survived because when you think about it, like with like a serial killer like this, especially somebody who's very busy in one evening mm-hmm. killing so many people, yeah. there would have to be some people that survive. It's like yeah, but do it once, do it once, yeah, do it from one movie. You don't need to do it twice. You know what you do it for? You do it for Kirby. Yeah, and Scream Four. Like yeah, this is this is what Kirby. I'm looking for. Is like that's that's the exception. Is like yeah, yeah. I uh, oh she's coming back. So that's fine. Yeah, I yeah. I'm so excited. I I hope she cuts her hair again. Yeah. She looked good with that short hair. But yeah, I I, I get it. I wasn't as bothered by it, but I I get it. There's also the whole thing about Laurie versus Michael, right? Mm-hmm. And this move the twenty eighteen follows straight on from seventy eight, right? It forgets all about Halloween two. Mm-hmm. And Halloween two is set in the same night as nineteen seventy eight, and it's Laurie in hospital, mm-hmm. and it's set in the exact same night, and it is Michael attacking the hospital to kill Laurie because it transpires that Laurie is his sister. Yeah, and they in the twenty eighteen movie they veto that right away. They say mm-hmm. that's not, but that's not it because this uh, this movie is forgetting that Halloween two exists. It's, that never happened. The hospital stuff never happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're not siblings. But then what is the connection? It's like Laurie is like, he's coming for me. He's coming for me. The, uh, Halloween Kill says, no, he's not. It's just, he's just a supernatural being who's just going to kill. It's not about you, Laurie. Then this movie, it's all about Laurie again. He comes after Laurie again. Mm-hmm. And then he's not supernatural because he survives a hell of a lot of stuff and kills. And you think he's supernatural, but in this one, he's freaking like half dead and in a cave and powerless until the very end. And it's just not, it's just not structured properly for me. It's like they're retconning too much in this franchise. But I still quite like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you said a few weeks ago when we did the uh, New Nightmare episode of mm-hmm. So What's the Problem, our podcast that's available now. Um, you said that uh, that Halloween is your favourite franchise. After Scream. The, after Scream, yeah. But like of the big sort of... Of the like classic. The killers. Yeah. Yeah, like Myers and um, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, that, that Michael Myers mm-hmm. is your... Is that, is that still true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say this, like, it's it's not even, I don't even have to think about it, because, like, not only have I only seen a couple Jason movies, but um, I recently tried to watch uh, the second Friday 13th and couldn't even get into it. Um, yeah. And it's the same thing, like, I've tried to watch other, like, I like, um, I, I did kind of enjoy uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and I like the mm-hmm. first one and New Nightmare. But, like, I started the second one and couldn't get into it. Like, I can't even finish these movies, right? But I've seen every Halloween movie except right. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And I'm actually really pissed because I just... Because I need to see it just to complete <laughs> every... Just to have just to have seen all of them. And uh, I just looked it up. And Halloween yeah. 2 is available on Peacock. But the Rob Zombie Halloween is not. And it's been so long since I saw it. I would like to rewatch it before watching Halloween 2. Um, so we'll see if I actually get around to watching it. But um, yeah, I love Michael Myers. I love that there's, I think there's a perfect balance of um, mystery and backstory to him. Um, nice. Like he's not like Jason, where Jason, there's really nothing there, right? Like he's avenging his mother's death, who she was avenging his death. Like it's stupid. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, it's like he killed kids. Like you get a little more backstory, but like. It, it doesn't even make sense to me why he's killing teens. Well, Freddy's killing the... Initially, he's killing the teenagers of the adults. Oh, yeah, that's have. right. That's right. Yeah. But then he he has been given these powers by dream demons, and he's basically just got a quota to fill. 
Okay. So basically now he's just killing people to get their souls because he has a quota as the series goes on. There's something about Michael Myers where it's like, I mean, just the fact that he killed his sister when he was so young, like that's creepy. Mm. And obviously it's ridiculous because he survived so much. Mm-hmm. But there, it is still more so than the other movies rooted in the idea that this is a man going around killing. Like, it's rooted right. a little more in reality than the other ones. Like, that's that's the thing about Ghostface, right? Is that mm-hmm. he's, um, it's people you know. It's, like, normal people you know. And he does get injured sometimes. And, like, in the most recent one, he just fucking sucks at killing, which is hilarious. I think that anything that could happen... Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's a little outrageous, you know, I think the ones that are more rooted yeah. in reality, um, as much as a slasher movie can be, are are more interesting. Um, that's why The Strangers is a movie I'm not allowed to watch again because it's about intruders yeah. in your home trying to kill you, and uh, it scared me too much. And and Dylan got mad that that I I watched it. <laughs> yeah, The Strangers is scary because of. The, the exchange at the end where Liv Tyler says home. bye. Yeah, because you were home. Yeah, that's, well, that's and, scary. And because it's loosely based on the Manson murders where it's like, so it's mm. based on like a real thing. That's that's upsetting. And it's like Michael yeah. Myers. I mean, the idea that someone could put on a mask and, and honestly, like, yeah, you would be a lot more injured. <laughs> <laughs> after all the stuff he goes through but there's also that thing mm-hmm. of like if somebody has that kind of adrenaline they can actually work through a lot of the a lot of pain not as yeah. much as he endures but it's not it's also not as ridiculous as, as i think most people think it is because there is that adrenaline thing and i would assume well, that michael myers as human until he's not human and then he's human again and he's mm-hmm. not human it's very it's sort of up and down as to whether or not he's, he's actually human in those movies. Jason Voorhees is human. Is he? Until... Even when he goes to space? Like, spoilers alert, spoiler alert for um, the, the franchise Friday the 13th, right? I know we're talking about Halloween, but spoiler alert for Friday the 13th as well. Jason dies in part four. Okay. The, the final chapter. Um, Corey Feldman kills him, cuts him up, and he's actually dead dead. Okay. But in part six, uh, he's not in part five. In part six... Uh, <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm sorry. What's part five then? Uh, it's a copycat. Okay. Part six is he gets... His corpse gets struck by lightning <laughs> and reanimates his body. So from part six onwards, he's a zombie, a reanimated killing machine corpse type thing. Uh, but I think Freddy Krueger in theory is the scariest because you can't escape your dreams. In theory, he's the scariest, but watching him, he's silly. Well, I start, I maintain that Freddy is scary in the first two movies, right? Okay. But the third movie. He starts to spew one-liners. He becomes a comedian uh, from, like, the third one onwards. But I, I like the third one. I think Dream Warriors is a good movie. But, uh, but yeah, I think I just like more of the Freddy movies than I do any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I like Halloween 1, and I like I like 1, 2, and 3 of the Halloween. And 3 hasn't even got... We've talked about Season of the Witch last year. Um, and our podcast, So What's the Problem, which is available now. I, I, we talked about that, and that movie just celebrated its 40th anniversary. So there you go. And I like those three movies, and I like... I, I like 2018, and I like Kills. No, not Kills, Ends. And that's about it. Um, which is five movies, which is not not bad. But considering it's, what, 11, 12 movies total or something, it's a bit... Yeah. Total. I'll say this, yeah. like, I um, I have all the Halloween movies, or when I say all of them, I mean the original eight. Um, I have right, those okay, on, yeah. on, on DVD, but most of what I watch these days is streaming because I put it on in the background when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. I don't watch that many DVDs anymore. And so, um, in fact, we moved here to... 
to this house two months ago and I'm not even sure if the DVD player is hooked up in the living room. <laughs> and so I've been rewatching Halloween movies lately, but only the ones that are available to me streaming where I don't have to pay to rent <clears> them because I already own them. So I haven't seen two, four, five, and six since I was 18. I haven't seen them nice. in 22 years. Um, and although Xander and I are supposed to watch Halloween too sometime this week, but it's so I, I'm kind of curious what my opinions of those are. And I may pay to rent um, the sixth one because I know the producer's cut is available to rent. And I hear that's actually much better than what I have on DVD. Yeah. Uh, it's better than the, the theatrical version. It's not it's not a great movie, but it's it's still better. H2O I really like. It's it's a nice mix of like that nineties, you know, WB star slasher film and then yeah. also getting getting a, a nice conclusion, I think, for Laurie Strode. Yeah, I used to love that movie. She's she's weaker than she is in these movies. Um so I do I like it less now that I've seen the David Gordon Green ones because she is more of a fighter in these. Like, yeah. She's such an alcoholic in H2O that by the time she goes toe to toe with Michael Myers, you're like, aren't you super drunk right now? Uh, how yeah. is this working? <laughs> um, and then I rewatched eight recently and that one obviously sucks. Just breathe on him and that would, you know, just <laughs> for a bit. Maybe, you know, light a match, set in fire mm-hmm. or something. Another argument that I've heard about Halloween ends is that people are saying, that Laurie should have died. And it's like, why? She's died twice already. Why do we need to kill her again? This this isn't... People seem to forget that this is not the continuation of the entire franchise. Yeah. That this is its own separate thing. There's 1978, then there's 2018, then there's kills and there's ends. That's it for this timeline. But everything else doesn't matter. Um, But just like... And H2O, that was a reboot as well, because she, in 4 and 5, she's dead. So it's 1, 2, um, H2O and Resurrection, and 4 and 5 are their own separate things, because she died in those ones. You don't see her, but she's dead in those ones. And then she dies in Resurrection in such a shitty way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That movie's terrible. Yeah, did you hear that um, those two actually, Daniel Harris and then the chick who played Laurie Strode in the um, Rob Zombie movies, that they bashed bashed this movie? Taylor Scott. Yeah, yeah, that's her name, Taylor Scott Scott Compton. Um, And I guess they had bad experiences with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. I didn't even know they had a podcast together. I heard about that. I never actually, I never read to see what the problem was they had with Jamie Lee Curtis. But, uh, I just saw the headline and I was like, nah, I'm all right. I'm fine. I don't I guess to. they were excited to meet her and she was kind of rude. Um, right. So, and it's, you know, who knows what kind of day she was having or what kind of pressure she was under there. Like, um, who knows? Yeah. Maybe she's a bitch, but maybe she was just having an off day. Um, I tend to take uh, stories about celebrities being rude with a grain of salt. If it's just one, one or two stories you hear, if it's something like, I believe Bill Murray's an asshole. Yeah. I, I knew that before all these stories were coming out. Yeah. But, like, with Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm like, I don't know. Um, although, if she was rude to them just because they're from movies that aren't part of her timeline, then that would really suck. Um, yeah. But, um, and I do feel bad for those actresses. They were so excited to meet this woman that they feel this connection with. Mm-hmm. And that she blew them off. But they also just didn't like the movie and they were bashing the movie. So. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong because. Yeah. But they were in Rob Zombie's Halloween too, so they can't really talk about bad movies. Well, but it it must it must suck that like I'm a look I've maybe I've just watched too much Entourage, but from what I've gathered from things I've seen about um the industry the movie industry things I've read things I've seen whether fictional or otherwise because Entourage is based on like real experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that uh, Scout Taylor. Compton, when she got that movie, people were probably telling her how huge it was going to be, what a great opportunity it was going to be, um, that she's, you know, going to be the the face of, like, the new Halloween franchise. Um, and then Danielle Harris, obviously, it's a huge part of her career. And then to be in the Rob Zombie one again, like, it must suck. To, it, it makes me think of, like, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man that, like, 
you're in the like unfortunately you end up in the lesser one that no one cares about and some even yeah. don't exist that must suck and daniel harris and i thought i imagined this for a long time finally when i had the internet i was able to years later find out that i'm not crazy but there was this show on the disney channel when i was like in middle school mm-hmm. that was about um young people in um hollywood and uh new york or wherever i think it was just hollywood trying to make it um like there was a model mm-hmm. there was a comedian which i found out later was jamie kennedy mm-hmm. bianca lawson was one of them it was around the time she was doing say by the bell the new class um, right. And it was it was it was a reality show before I knew the term reality TV, because this is like mm-hmm. 94, 95. And um, a lot of them were people without experience, like Jamie Kennedy. And then some of them were like, like, I think Brandy was one of them. And Brandy was on a TV show already and stuff. And one of them was Danielle Harris. And it went through the whole thing of like, she thought she deserved more money for Halloween six and they wouldn't mm-hmm. give it to her. And they cast somebody else. And I don't know. I think about that a lot whenever I think about her in these movies that like she kind of got screwed. Like she's at that point, she was the face of Halloween. You know, Mm -hmm. she was and that she's I mean, imagine you make those movies and like not only do you get screwed out of being in the sixth one when you're like the star of the other the previous two, but like all the sequels pretend like your movies never existed. Yeah. I would be bitter as hell. I would be bitter. I I could understand if those girls were bitter because not only did Danielle Harris's, they were always ignored and she wasn't necessarily treated with the respect she probably should have been treated with um, when it came to the end of them. But like those Rob Zombie ones, if it weren't for the latest Spider-Man movie, people would still be like, forget Amazing Spider-Man ever existed. And it's the same Mm -hmm. kind of thing of like, we don't talk about the Rob Zombie ones because they don't count because they're stupid. Yeah. Man, I'm kind of bitter for those girls. That must suck. I know. Definitely. And all it takes is Jamie Lee Curtis wanting to do one, and then they'll just do, they'll reboot the timeline. Ugh, I know. They bring back Kyle Richards as Lindsay mm-hmm. in, in this, this, this movie, but she was in, the, she was in Kills as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does absolutely nothing in this movie. She serves people who in a bar, and then she's there when uh, the dad of the kid who dies at the beginning is talking to Laurie about Corey being um, not there, like, behind the eyes. And then She's also at Laurie's house doing the tarot cards. Yeah, but that's before. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, she does, she does that too, so... No, 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 I know, but what I'm saying, that oh, okay. the reason I'm talking about that scene is because that's her last scene. Okay. <laughs> she just disappears after that. Uh, and she's not at the end. She's not there when they're, they're crowd surfing Michael Myers into the meat grinder. Um, she's not there. She just vanishes. Mm-hmm. And you would think that she would be there for that last scene. But it must have been a schedule thing that yeah. they couldn't get Kyle Richards back for that. But uh, but that's a shame because she doesn't really do anything. It's like, why bring her back? At least Tommy Doyle, even though it was a different actor, to kill him off. Mm-hmm. And he was a anyway so well i think that um i mean i know the reason they brought her back is because um, i read this and um, the reason they brought her back is because her character just tested really well like there was a really good response to her in the in kills mm-hmm. and they wanted her back and i guess i just think like i mean she's there in the scenes like she's served some sort of purpose like in the scene where she's doing the tarot cards they could have easily had that just be like one of their friends or like a neighbor or something or yeah whatever but like I don't think she needs to do any, like, I think her presence there is just, like, she's somebody who is close to them, like, because of the things they've been through. And that's enough for me. But she should have been in that last scene, though, because she, yeah, she, she also should had have. the connection to Michael. Maybe she had some sort of real housewives thing to do. With yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so ins- and, and the thing is, she's actually very good. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's not given very much in this movie, but she's very good at, yeah. you know, what she does. She's good in kills. And it's it's just so funny because it's easy to write her off because she's in the Real Housewives thing. And then you remember, oh, yeah, she was in the original. This isn't stunt casting. Yeah. This is like this woman belongs in this movie. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I'm one that writes reality show people off, which I shouldn't because so much of that is acting that like, mm. how is it any different? 
exactly what we believe is real or not. Um, but I, I was, I was glad to see her. Um, and mm-hmm. it didn't, it at least like she didn't serve a ton of purpose, but it also didn't feel as forced as it could have. True. It felt, it felt kind of organic that she would be around to me. I do think her being there, standing next to Laurie while that guy is saying what he's saying about Corey being dead behind the eyes was kind of, it's not forced, but she doesn't need to be there. She could have been standing behind the bar still, because yeah. that's her job. It's like, her being there doesn't do anything, because she doesn't add anything to the scene. Um, And then, considering that's her last scene, and she just vanishes from the entire movie after that, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad they didn't kill her off. Yeah. But it would have been nice for her to have been there in that last scene where Michael's getting killed <laughs> when he's getting his body destroyed. One thing I liked about Kills, about, you know, the the nurse and Tommy and Kyle Rogers' character, like, going to, and the kid who had run into Michael Myers on, you know, the original Halloween, not in the movie, uh-huh. but on the original Halloween, like, the idea of them getting together is that I think we tend to think of people like Laurie Strode or Sidney Bristow, like, you know, there's the whole final girl thing. And I think mm-hmm. it's really easy to forget that there are other survivors. And like, we think so much about Laurie Strode's trauma and how it's changed her. Mm-hmm. But like, other people survived Michael Myers. Other people are just as affected as she is by what happened with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I like having Kyle Richards around just for that reminder that like there there's another survivor here from the original. Yeah. And she's dealt with some shit too and the idea that they they still know each other um and have, you know, probably some kind of bond from that. That's that just strikes it, cuz it's like we talk about Sydney Prescott, like Gail Weathers. I mean, yeah, she gets knocked out right before the the big showdown, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. Um, but Gail Weathers has been through a lot of shit too. But like, there's the whole final girl thing where we think about like the last woman standing. Yeah. Um, earlier on, you said Sydney Bristol and Sydney Prescott, but then you did say Prescott. Oh, did Bristol. I? I do that. I do that sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm sitting next to four Sydney Bristow uh, pop vinyls. All right, okay. I am. I have every alias pop vinyl. Oh, really? My goodness. Yeah, I do. Dylan bought me the whole set one year for my birthday. Nice. But yeah, I, I tend to do that Sydney Prescott, Sydney Bristow, because it's two things I used to be obsessed with around the same time. The, these movies do sort of amp up the, the gore factor. Like, the, the kill of the DJ in this is pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. where he gets his head repeatedly smashed and his tongue cut off and the tongue is on the <laughs> turntable and uh, it sort of goes round and round and round. That's pretty gory. But also, respect to that guy for doing vinyl <laughs> <laughs> um, instead of, you know, uh, MP3s or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's one part of that scene in particular that I I didn't really like I think it would have been much better, like, sort of... Because uh, we know that it's going to happen, right? We know that Corey's going to kill him anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Because why else would we see the DJ again? But give it a little bit more sort of mystery. But we see Corey getting out of the car. He comes, gets out of the car and then walks towards the, the radio station. Mm-hmm. But then it cuts to inside... And you see the DJ talking, and then you can see Corey walking past the window just outside. Mm-hmm. Um, you just see him just sort of briefly walking past. Keep that in. Cut out Corey getting out the car, and then just cut straight to the DJ. And then you see Corey in the background, and you'll be like, oh shit, look. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think that's more of a sort of mysterious way of doing it than seeing Corey getting out the fucking car. Have some mystery. Even though you know what's going to happen, just try and surprise your audience a little bit. But yeah, the kid falling down the, the stairs was quite, not stairs, but like off the landing yeah, at the yeah. beginning. That was quite brutal as well. <laughs> yeah, that was really brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I, the thing about like not knowing my opinion is I'm trying to think like, what do I actually have a problem with? Right? Mm. Because mm. I, do, I, I do think I like it. But then the only thing I kind of question, and I'm I'm not even sure how I feel about this, um, is I just don't know how, 
I, I'm just a little unsure how I feel about the idea that Michael Myers sees darkness in this kid and doesn't kill him. Michael Myers kills everyone. You know what I mean? Like, like the idea that he lets this one guy go because he looks like he's dead inside or something. Yeah. I don't know how much that works for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he had, like, witnessed Corey doing something, like, kill someone or something, right? But, like, yeah. it's just this, like, like evil, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, evil detecting evil. Recognizing evil. Recognizing. Thank you. That's a better word. Um, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the problem I have with kills is that they bring him up to be this boogeyman, and they even have. Well, he is a boogeyman, but they even have the conversation is that he's that he's not a man. He, he's he's probably supernatural. Mm-hmm. But then here he's not. So maybe if they did the whole. That that was sort of Michael transferring power into Corey, like transferring darkness maybe into Corey. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that would make a little bit more sense as to why Michael is like weaker and Corey becomes more sort of evil and kills. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been better. It, as it stands, it's just a bit weird. That's like, why wouldn't you murder him? Why? He, he can't be the only person that has a little bit of darkness in him. He's, he doesn't even have that much darkness in him. He accidentally killed someone. It's not. He becomes more of a murderer after that. The kid that Corey is babysitting, he says that Michael doesn't kill kids. But in 2018, he very clearly kills a child. Mm-hmm. He kills a young boy in the car. So he does kill children. Yeah. Yeah, and he probably would have killed the kids in 78 if he had the chance. But what what I do kind of love, though, is that they're like, hey, guys, you know, you know, Michael Myers needs to die in this one. So, yeah. you know, we're going to kill him, but we're bringing up someone who's going to take his place. So we're going to have like a new Michael Myers. Oh, shit. We killed him. Yeah. Like they really make you think like you they are just starting a new generation. And then they're like, oh, fuck you, we tricked you. If they didn't have Michael snap Corey's neck, they, they could have brought him back in a future movie because he had his mm-hmm. throat slit, he slices his own throat. And as we know about these movies, you can survive that in mm-hmm. these movies because two other people have survived that. Alison had more to do in this movie. Yeah, I like Alison. Yeah, yeah, she was sort of side, sidelined. Like, everybody basically was sidelined in Kills because they brought back it was more sort of like the the town's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I, you know, you were talking earlier about how it seems like they have a diff- they went away from whatever plan they had when they made twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that COVID probably um, yeah. affected things a lot. Like if you think about like all the stuff about mob mentality and and going off of bad information other people have given you in mm-hmm. um, kills, like it's. It's hard to believe that that wouldn't have something to do with a lot of what happened during COVID. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many times you can hear evil dies tonight before you want to kick your TV. <laughs> they say it far too many times. In yeah. Movie. I know that this happens in real life, right? Where mm-hmm. the mob gets too worked up and they just want to blame someone and they just see someone and they chase that person down. But that guy. That other, like, guy who escaped the bus or whatever, mm-hmm. there's no way anybody could think that that was Michael Myers. This little, tiny, tiny, little bald man, mm-hmm. balding man was, was like, the, the six-foot fucking whatever Michael Myers. That just sort of... That, all that doesn't... It just didn't sit with me. I just thought it was ridiculous, and I didn't believe it, so... I did like the ending of Halloween Kills, but I also want to say that it does suck to not have Judy Greer around. Like, I don't yeah. mind that they kill a character. I fucking love Judy Greer. Um, yeah. She has a new show called Reboot, and we were watching mm-hmm. an, uh, an episode of it last night. I'm just like, how can you not have a good time watching Judy Greer? Like, that, and that made me sad that they killed her off, because I always want to watch her. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie, have you ever heard of the movie Bad Dog? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it yet. It was a Hulu movie. It stars Judy Greer. It's about um a woman who gets an emotional support dog who then gets mad uh, anytime somebody upsets her and it kills them. Wow's that for a premise. That should be called Good Dog. 
It's, <laughs> it's such a great premise. My my cousin's, uh, I've never met him or anything, but my cousin's husband wrote it. Mm. Uh, or else I never would have even heard of it. That's really good. Right. But yeah, I wished, I, I did kind of miss Judy Greer and her bad uh, sweater. A Christmas sweater, she was wearing Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I understand why they kill her off because it makes Laurie bond more with Alison. Mm-hmm. And they do have a bond in this movie until until Laurie very clumsily and conveniently takes out the knife that Corey stabbed into his own neck just as Alison is walking out. That's freeze company type bullshit right there. <laughs> but yeah, Alison did have more to do in this. Mm-hmm. I liked that she was just kind of, you know, fuck it. I like this guy. I find this guy attractive. I'm going for him. I don't care who he is. You know what I mean? Just Yeah. Go for it, why not? To go against Jamie Lee Curtis, who is our star of this mm-hmm. entire franchise, um, like I feel like she really holds her own, and and she's a she's a character, the rare character in a movie like this that actually makes an impression. Mm-hmm. And another another thing I was thinking earlier of Green making this his like his version of the original trilogy with the third one being like Season of the Witch, mm-hmm. Kills has. Laurie Strode in a hospital for the entire runtime, and that's yeah. the same as Halloween too. And the story isn't really about her; it's about other people in the town uh, getting murdered by Michael Myers. The teenagers who harass Corey they get quite sort of gruesome kills. Mm-hmm. And that that girl who stuck up for um, Corey didn't really deserve getting her head stomped. Yeah. But, you know, she maybe should have left them. She needs to rethink her friendships. Exactly. Well, she can't now. She's dead. Although in this universe, she's probably still alive and just has a scar on her face or something. The thing I love is Laurie Strode, like, we're introduced to her. Like, she's, you know, Susie Homemaker now making pies and shit. Yeah. Writing her little book and taking care of Allison. But she is not above slashing a teenager's tire. Exactly. She is still tough. She's still not putting up with shit. I love that. I love that about her. And I love that. I mean, I know obviously later she she sees a darkness in Corey um, and kind of turns on him a little. But like, I love at the beginning that Corey has this person in his corner mm-hmm. because I can't imagine what that would like. Why wouldn't you just move? Like, I can't imagine what that would be like um, Yeah. to to have gone through something so tragic and have that be all anyone ever sees when they see you and and the thing is is you get it like you get how people like that's what they would think when they saw him mm-hmm. um, like he can't have a normal life there and she knows what it's like to not be able to have a normal life there and you know she could have done them both a favor and been like hey i'm gonna move come with me yeah um, it's it's cory made me so sad i know i know but then he murders people murder's wrong don't murder people <laughs> but i wasn't crying over those teens that main one i was fine yeah. with it no, no, that's fine. But the, the girl didn't really deserve that. No, she didn't. And I, but I do love that they were um, asshole band nerds. Mm. Normally they would be jocks, but they were band yeah. nerds. And I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice little twist on a trope. Yeah, I do. I do like like this movie. I don't don't think it's great or anything, but I do like it. Um, I think Halloween twenty eighteen is the best of the three, but I do like it. The thing that sucks is uh, Halloween. By the way, fuck anyone who says everything is streaming because unless you just count things that you can pay for, like mm-hmm. when when I say streaming, I usually mean on a service I pay for, not paying yeah. three ninety nine on Amazon. Right? People say everything is streaming, and they are stupid mm-hmm. because that is not the case. Halloween twenty eighteen is not streaming anywhere in the U.S. No Halloween. So I was going to rewatch it recently, and I didn't. So I haven't seen it in years. Um, Halloween Kills is streaming, so I was mm-hmm. able to watch that recently. So, like, I can't even say much about Halloween 2018 because it's been so long since I saw it, and I've seen so many movies since then. Yeah. And I was like, good thing I have it on DVD, because if I want to watch mm-hmm. it, I have a copy here. I hate it when people are like, what's the point in DVD? Because <laughs> I'm like, that's the point. Is that That's the point. Because I, like, honestly, when it comes to digital stuff i hate digital copies because i don't trust them like how long there are things i've owned digitally that went away because the service went out of business or whatever Mm -hmm. and it also sucks when you can't loan people things Mm -hmm. 
the show Sweet Vicious, I'm pretty sure it's available to buy digitally, but that's the kind of show that like no one's heard of and that I, I would love to put in a friend's hand and say, please watch this, but it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah. I would have to buy it digitally, which I can't loan it to anybody. Mm-hmm. And there, there is something about having a physical copy. Like, I just, I can't imagine going in and deciding whether or not to watch something. Like, say I didn't own Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when it was time for us to watch it for the podcast, I was like, then you have to deal with the question of do I rent it or do I buy it? Yeah. And then I'm just like, it's a digital copy. I don't know. I don't like, I don't, uh, I'd rather just buy a DVD and have the DVD or Blu-ray. I'm so old. I say DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah. Because I have Halloween 2018 on Blu-ray, and I do usually get the mm-hmm. ones that are DVD and Blu-ray, since in my office I only have a DVD player. But um... uh, so yeah, so that's all we have time for. Um, I've oh I, yeah. sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I've decided I like it. You do like it in this conversation. I've decided I like it. Yes, and I thought that was important to say. Right. No, that's good. That's good because in this conversation, I decided I don't like it anymore. So oh, wait, really? I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Oh, no. I was like, I was like, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> no, I still like it. Okay. Um, but I, I understand why people don't, but I just don't agree with their. Oh no, I totally get it. I totally get yeah. liking it, but I I enjoy it very much. Yeah. Anyway, shiftybench.co.uk is the website. You can find the war podcasts on there. Contact to shiftybench.co.uk is the email address. Um, at Drop the Pilot Pod, you can find on Twitter as for our podcasts. And at ShiftyB is my personal Twitter. Where can people follow you online, Jen? I am at Pilot Inspectors on Twitter. Excellent. I quite like doing these. I like doing mm-hmm. these. Um, as long as people have seen the thing. <laughs> Wait, as long as you've seen mm. Halloween Ends and you're listening to this podcast, and that's fine, because we've kind of spoiled it. And a lot of the Halloween franchise and Friday the 13th. Thank you all for listening, and we'll speak to you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.